0: tonight is another episode of distry and of course with me as always is my flying elephant partner Kate, the disney cicerone not trash i honestly wish that i had a memory just like kate i should probably write that down kate how are we doing this evening
1: Oh, I'm I'm good. I'm hanging in there. We're having a um, a lot of wildfires in our area, and it's like the sun has turned blood red. So it's a little unnerving. They're doing a lot of po- power outages to try to prevent it from spreading. So it's probably a good time for me to go to Disney World. So I'm gonna do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh,
1: Get, out that's a,
0: she, <laughs> Get out of town. By the way, sent a picture. The picture was crazy. I, I felt oh, like you were I on Tatooine. I, I didn't know what was going on.
1: Oh yeah, this is like the sun. This is what the sun, this is no filter. It's like the sun disappeared. It and looks actually you like not uh, see the sun now, it's worse.
0: The eye of Sauron or whatever that is from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> whatever <laughs> it is, don't go near it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild, but I don't think it'll reach us. I think we'll be okay, but that's oh, unnerving. We, you know, we had to evacuate from our home in 2020 because of wildfires. And luckily we didn't lose our home, but we knew a lot of people that did. So, <clears throat> so it was a little mm-hmm. bit stressful for me and my kids. Yeah. But it'll be okay. We'll be all right.
0: <laughs> the the good thing is is that it is relatively far away and hopefully everything will be fine.
1: Yeah. I'm I yeah. I think it'll be fine. I'm going to lean into that. <laughs> but I am excited to talk about Dumbo and you know and I'm like now that I I don't know where I wasn't last week on the program of like talking about the movie first and I'm like now I've come prepared like <laughs> Oh, well good because
0: first. you know what's funny? Is because I did zero prep on Dumbo. So oh, that's uh, funny. where where I leaned in real hard on the ride more and actually it broke my, my heart looking up arrows, arrow developments uh history and it's very sad. I have to tell you one of my beloved ride manufacturers and their demise it's really really sad anyway sorry i got like upset about a ride developer but we'll get to that in a second why don't you start us off with dumbo which i've done no research so please i would love to learn (laughs) oh my gosh it's
1: so much so i do have a ride poster at least but um or not a ride a the movie poster from dumbo and so this this movie came out in 1941 um was released by walt disney productions and rko um radio pictures it was basically the answer to a, a budget problem they had because they lost a whole bunch of money making Fantasia and Pinocchio, partially because Fantasia had a special sound system um, that a lot of theaters couldn't have in Fantasound. Um, and Pinocchio um, was released during the start of the war. So they lost their European market. They um, And also Fantasia just people were confused by Fantasia because it didn't have a cohesive plot all the way through. So um, that, and also they just had a lot of financial, um, they, they, they sunk a lot of money into that plus Snow White. Like these were $2 million films all like each one. So they had to do something that was cheap. That was their goal. Like economy was their goal and to help bring the studio out from where it was. So, they decided to make a little picture based on a book by uh, Helen, Aberson, um, a- a- Helen Aberson Meyer and Harold Pearl. And it was written in 1939. So very, very, it was a very new book when they made this story. Yeah,
0: which is not, not the norm for Disney. I mean, if you look at it, most of things have fallen out of copyrights so that they could just use it as co- like common creative. But this one, they actually had to go into licensing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they did. They licensed it um, from the author, and they all kind of loved it. They did make some adjustments to it, but they stayed pretty true to the plot. They changed um, the mother, Dumbo's mother, uh, was named Mrs. Jumbo in the movie, but it's actually named Mother Ella. Um, Timothy Q. Mouse was originally a robin, so a bird named uh, Red, so, and... um, So they did a couple of things and I actually just saw a whole bunch of stuff at the Walt Disney Family Museum that are original pieces of this. So one of the things they did, this isn't a watercolor, but this is this is just kind of some art here that I saw. But one of the things they did was they used watercolor backgrounds, which was very rare for Disney. They used them for Snow White and they used them for some shorts, and they used them for Lilo and Stitch later. But most of the time, they used like oil, and I'm gonna mispronounce this. Somebody who's an artist, gouache, gouache, paint, gouache, oil and gouache. I think is how you pronounce it. I might have butchered that. So apologies to all you art people out there. Um, but anyway, so they used backgrounds that were like that were watercolor as part of their way of saving money. I also have this. This is so cute. This is like one of the original drawings of him holding the feather so cute um and so they they sped up the animation by using this is so interesting they used like less experienced animators and just put more experienced animators overseeing them to try to save money on this so you think of all the other films were like two million dollar budgets this one was um was i've heard eight 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 fifty. Eight hundred and fifty thousand or nine hundred and fifty—I've heard both. So, but it's way cheaper, right? Part of that was because of the cost of animators, which led to—do you know where I'm going with this? I've got to find my picture. Led to something called the animators' strike because <laughs> they did not like that uh, there was so many salary dis- like. What's the word i'm looking for their, their salaries were not equal uh, yeah. not just like with older animators like or more experienced animators and younger ones but like you could be sitting next to an animator who was hired like last week and they could be making 20 dollars more per hour or per week than you and like there was no um formal way of like deciding how much everybody got paid and everybody kind of figured that out and so they got really upset <laughs> and so they all went on strike. I actually have.
0: I'm actually surprised. Uh, you know, like listen, I've I've when when I was a kid, I worked for Shoprite, and they didn't have good health care, and it was like my first job, so I'm like, I don't even have health care through this. But I I still, you know, camaraderie. Uh, I sat out there with the pickle lines, and they put a giant rat out there. I'm shocked. With Mickey Mouse, they didn't put like a giant Mickey rat out there as part oh, of the they- strike.
1: They had a whole kinds of science and things. Um, I did see
0: the mouse on there, but it was nothing like derogatory against Mickey mouse.
1: They had like, um, they had Pinocchio ones. Like there's no strings on us and things like that. They used because they were all the animators that went on strike. So they used all their artistic skills for all the picket signs, which actually is quite fascinating when you see all of them. Um, There's this one from the Walt Disney family museum is an official striker card when they got organized. And then there's a cartoon that is kind of at the top. It's a little blurry. And then it says, um, inside looking out, there's nothing for us Disney animals to do since you guys walked out on strike. So it's like an animal like laying in a hammock. <laughs> that was a cartoon for the strikers. So um, another thing that they were upset about was the fact that the um, there was a club, a special club that they had in the animation studios called the Penthouse Club. Which, look, this is the membership card, and this is actually somebody's bill from it that's unpaid. But this Get is like... a Donald
0: Duck, somebody's bill.
1: <laughs>
0: ah. Wait, what um. was on that? Did it did it say anything? Was it itemized, or was it just straight up just numbers?
1: Yeah, it says current month's dues, um, fountain, gym equipment, massage, locker, and then it says unpaid balance. So this hmm. was for Ward Kimball. That's actually one for Ward Kimball. Um but the interesting thing about the Penthouse Club was it was – I don't have a great picture of it because I have a great video of it. They can There's, like, a, a special menu. They had massages. They had – it was, like, a man's man club, okay? It was for the men. Women weren't allowed. They had their own tea room that was, like, the ink and paint tea room. But it had murals on the walls that were things men would like. <laughs>
0: Time out. Time out. Uh, You know, I've seen that movie with Mel Gibson, "What Women Want" or whatever it is. You know, how do you know? Did you step into art? Do you know what we would like? (laughs) Look, I can only imagine. They assumed
1: men would like. Yes. um, We're gonna keep it family friendly. Um, It's it rich. On a side note, in the Walt Disney Family Museum, they did. The animators made pinup art for the soldiers during the war. And I could never show it on a live because that's how revealing it is. Mm. It was like Walt Disney Studios. And yeah, anybody feel free to Google that if you're okay with seeing some of those things. I just can't show it because it's not kid friendly. <laughs> so anyway, they had similar murals on the walls as they were walking in um, to this. Penthouse Club. Now, so the interesting thing, the reason I'm talking about this is because it's related to the strike, because the Penthouse Club was, I think, $7 a week or a month dues. It was it was a lot. So the people who were getting paid $20 in a month or whatever. They, there's no way they can afford $7. So right. it necessarily yeah, all... made it like the people who get paid the most get to be in this club, even though it was technically open to everybody. And oh my gosh, this one's a funny story too. Don't you feel they, like that's
0: like Club thirty three? Like technically it's it open to everybody, but yeah. only a certain few could join. It's like the same thing yeah. with Golden Oak. I can move to Golden Oak. Let's say let's say you hit the lottery and well, you make dollars. three million dollars, right? You cannot live in Golden Oak. You might be able to buy a house. You cannot afford the taxes, the fees. There's there's all these ridiculous like clubhouse fees too. It's Nope. Yeah, it is purposely tiered.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy. So, yes, that's exactly what happened here with Disney Studios. So, these people could not get into this club. And the really funny story is the animators liked. They had tanning beds, like that they could sit out, like (laughs) not actual tanning beds, but like places where they could tan on the roof of the studios. Oh,
0: okay, yeah, yeah. And
1: these guys, there was no women around, so they wanted it all over tan. So they we're all over no I know this is a little spicy so so they um were tanning with no covering and the um nuns who were across the street could see them and they complained because they're like why are there all this men these men on the roof like that so (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't know which
0: way you were going to go with that. Uh, (laughs) I I almost thought you were going to say, it seems like afternoon prayer was always taken aside. It was very strange.
1: (laughs) I'm going to turn bright red now. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so they were on the roof, and so... When I think Walt or whoever, it was just like, guys, you gotta cover up because the nuns are across the street, and they they so they figured out where the nuns could see them from, and they wore a towel during that part. And there are pictures mm. on Google of this. It was too too much for me to share, but um, so yeah, sunbathing was a big a big thing at the studio.
0: That's unbelievable that the studio the <laughs> studio it really seemed like it was like a good old boys club. Very, very old-fashioned. Obviously, um,
1: gender-separated
0: and just, its wild. That is yeah, wild.
1: They, it was definitely a, a man, a, the boys' club, and that's mm-hmm. where they hung out. <laughs> Jess, the Jess
0: goes Googling. <laughs> Easy, Jess. Aren't you a nun? What are you doing?
1: <laughs> so, bringing it back to Dumbo, because that was a fun little rabbit trail. Um, yeah, that was Everybody was on strike. So in Dumbo, there's a reference to the animators strike. And it is this scene with the clowns and they say we're going to go ask the boss for more money. And they go and so this oh. was a reference to the animators were on strike kind of like okay. making fun of them essentially. And some of the I've heard that some of the actual like, kind of silhouettes of them kind of resemble some of the animators that went on strike.
0: This what
1: mm. was pretty bitter about it. So Walt did have something to say about all of this, which didn't actually help. So here's what Walt said. He said, (laughs) in the 20 years I've spent in this business, I've weathered many storms. It's been far from easy sailing. It required a great deal of work, struggle, determination, competence, faith, and above all, unselfishness. Some people think we have a class distinction in the place. They wonder why some people get better seats in the theater than others. They wonder why some men get spaces in the parking lot and others don't. I've always felt and always will feel that men that contribute most to the organization should, out of respect alone, enjoy some privileges. My first recommendation to the lot of you is this. Put your own house in order. You can't accomplish a darn thing by sitting around and waiting to be told everything. If you're not progressing as you should, instead of grumbling and growling, do something about it. They didn't like that.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, okay. So here's... (laughs) Here's the challenge, right? When you're in in leadership and ownership, and the name of the company has you on it, the problem is is that it almost looks like a little Marie Antoinette, like let them eat cake, but yeah. but yeah. but been in it for decades. It's also not fair. Like anybody who's who's coming in, this happens a lot with a lot of new hires. Uh, is people get like excited? There's exuberance, and they want to contribute. But they don't realize, and this happens to a lot of people over a lot of different reasons, but like time. Spending time and trust and relationships, that's a long process. There's no way to shortcut it, you know? So, and even like the hard work of becoming an animator who's world class, you have to fail and become bankrupt how many times? Have the company on the line how many times? To become the amazing success that you are. Now, I'm not saying that like you have some like major difference in, in pricing and structure. But I'll tell you, I guarantee the people that wanted to work really, really hard who desperately wanted to get into the penthouse club probably was doing everything they could to increase their station within the studio. So I'm not against, I'm like a big fan of like free markets and like actually working in meritocracy. Huge fan of all that. But like, I could see in the middle of a strike probably ticking everybody off and not having a little bit more decorum to
1: <laughs> manage it. Yeah. They didn't like that, and my understanding, I think, of what how, what ended the strike, they eventually came to an understanding with the union and all this, and um, I, I believe it was related to him being an ambassador to South America because he was going down there, and that's where they did you know three caballeros and, and all of those projects down there. So um, that that was how the strike kind of got resolved, but he was he he wasn't happy about it, and I mean I think i I agree that like I kind of see both sides, right? It's like I see then like they were unfairly paid like in, even in the, with their peers unfairly paid, like you got this much and you got this much and but that still kind of happens today too. so I'm like, eh. but they they really just saw this as like Walt saw it as a communism thing. He was like, this is a communistic move by people trying to make everything equal, and so that's why he was not for it. And um, obviously the animators didn't see it that way. They just were working. They said, sometimes they had to record that they worked 40 hours in a week when they actually worked like 60 plus. Mm. And that happened a lot at Disney studios. And so I could see for that, you know, absolutely. They should have rights to not be killing themselves working like that. You know,
0: Uh, you know, it's interesting. I put in the subscription note and this had not, we didn't talk about this at all, but I I wrote a quote and it's from me 10% more. And I've, Done that throughout my career, where I've done 10 percent more than what everybody else, like whatever the highest improved person in, like so for example in sales, just use sales because it's something I'm familiar with. I go in there, I see what the baseline is for like everybody. Then you look at the people who are at the outliers, who are at the top, and I'm like, okay, where can, how can I set myself apart? What would be 10 percent more than what they're doing? And in most cases, it's like nothing. It's like yeah. you volunteer some time. You uh you make sure you mentor with the right people and you just put in some selfless hours. There's many times where Mel and I have had conversations like, You're getting home so late, like what is going on? Like you're doing so much more. And I'm like, this is building to something better. And uh, I don't know, it's it's a tough thing for me to to sympathize with. I, I get it and I understand it, but I also I like being rewarded based on the the output, you know? because I don't necessarily yeah. think it's it's 100% right but that's so interesting and it happened right in the middle of production too so
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know they needed to to get yeah. something and get it through fast it's so interesting
1: well they set their more experienced animators to go work on Bambi and they had and then they were they had like the least the less experienced ones to work on Numbo so I, it's why it's very simply animated when you see it it's very it's not like complex at all 'm I'm, I'm
0: furiously googling right now to see all right so the budget was 950 thousand it grossed 1.3 million for Dumbo how did Bambi do in terms of just financials was,
1: the, Bambi this was, was the most
0: oh my god Bambi the, crushed
1: yeah well Dumbo <laughs> was the most successful Disney film of the 1940s it was the most successful in the 1940s because of the war and everything that was going on there, which I actually have great. I like this.
0: I, what is it's, propaganda?
1: It's, what's weird. That, <laughs> <Donald>. <laughs> what's
0: what's weird to me though, is and maybe it's just because the the, the source materials that I'm looking at here are not giving me ac- accurate numbers, but Bambi, in terms of a financial standpoint, and this came out in 1942, eight hundred fifty-eight thousand was the budget. It grossed, in the box office, $267 million. Whoa.
1: Yeah. yeah. Whoa. It killed. And it really Whoa. was like, it, for what they put into it, you know, was so low. And I think, you know, all of that can't, you know, has to contribute to, to, like, how the animators all felt in this process. So you Whoa. know, like, the, they, it was made on their, you know, them not being paid very much as part of it. I mean, when's, it, when's
0: the last time that you saw uh, Dumbo? Do you know what I mean? Like, actually sat down and watched the feature film. Has that been recent?
1: Um, I think it was like a month ago. I was going to do it before now, but I was busy getting ready for yeah, sure, it.
0: So. Sure. Yeah, sure, sure. It's it's interesting. I'm just super, super curious. I also never saw the, um, the Tim Burton one, but that didn't really do all that well, supposedly. No, the I did live see action.
1: it. I was like, it was fine. It was, you know, but... Yeah, yeah I, have, the... I have a hard
0: time with the live action. Once they're they not all great but you know some of them are really really good i like the beauty and the beast one a lot
1: i know i'm a little scared to watch the pinocchio one. i haven't gotten to it yet so i'm like
0: I'm <laughs> the gonna... pictures of it are ridiculous <laughs> i know
1: like, I it's don't, just I pictures don't like how of they've made Jiminy, of Tom you
0: know. Hax. oh axe is just like this <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know i don't know I, I think pinocchio looks fantastic though I think they did I mean, a really yeah, good I
1: don't, job. I'm, I'm going to reserve judgment until I see it. So.
0: I'd yeah, that, I, you know. I also want to see, you know, uh, I love seeing how they, like, I saw a little snippet of Pleasure Island. And I'm like, oh, that looks really cool. Yeah. So I'm going to have to see it anyway, because I, I did enjoy Pinocchio as a kid. Anyway, let's get back to Dumbo. Um, can we go into Ride, or do you have anything else on film? I have
1: just one one small thing so I in Mm -hmm. the Walt Disney Family Museum they have something called um, Herman Schulte's um, notebook and he was a technician in the camera effects department and he compiled this like really elaborate notebook um, during like when they were researching all of the visual effects for Pinocchio Fantasia Dumbo like everything during this time from 1938 to 1939 so they actually have the page open to this all this research they did with elephants and you can see it's dumbo so this is their actual behind the scenes work with elephants as they were studying Dumbo, and there's also a crow in there
0: i mean i i love the fact that they uh that they used live animals to um to recreate them i mean it's 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 awesome now too because i think about the animation that they're doing like you just go to animal kingdom like they have, mm-hmm. they have it set up. Just, just watch it. Like, so animals have always been. And I don't really know about Disney's history. If he was an activist for animals uh, throughout yeah, his life, even the Disney he Conservation Fund. Really, really like, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, they even had like a um, a little. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the name. But outside of Disneyland, they had a little um, kennel for dogs because of like his love for animals. So he was always very much. To-
0: Oh, you know what? I, I read that plaque. It said, to all that come to this yappy place, because of the dogs, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's how it goes. <laughs> anyway, so, that's, that, that I think that's pretty good for the film. I'll just, um, they did go to Ringling Brothers and Barnum, Barnum and Bailey. That's what that pass was at the top of that book, by the way. So that's part of, obviously, for their circus stuff, that was part of their research as well, to go mm-hmm. to the circus. So, um, transitioning into the actual attraction um before you get to arrow you do you know that there's there was a developer before that right you know that
0: um i have so i have a i have a concept before arrow i have a concept art of a dark ride before dumbo like the actual flying elephant one too
1: yeah okay um show me what you got (laughs)
0: All right, easy enough. Sorry.
1: It's been a long day. <laughs> like, show me what you have. Oh, no, I don't have that one. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, so the way that this ride vehicle system, so, like, you can see what the ride vehicles were supposed to be was, like, kind of like a little train, right? So you'd have a, yeah. a clown car, and it would pull these guys around, and it would move you through the circus area, and you would see various acts. Of course, Dumbo would be a part of it. The human cannibal would be a part. If you remember Dumbo, the one scene... Where uh, they force the poor little guy to jump out a window and it's like burning and flames and all that stuff. I
1: can't stand that scene. Oh. Yeah,
0: right. Exactly. Exactly. And then and then you have the matriarchs over here. So it also shows a path that goes um, where the elephant tent was as well. So so it was talked about, but of course, like much great ideas, uh, budget. So didn't happen because of cost.
1: Yeah. And so there was a company that's actually an Oregon company that was called um, Iyerly Aircraft Company. And they were in charge. They actually invented like a lot of classic carnival rides. I'm trying to find them. They made one that was called. Um, they made. A, we made some Ferris wheels, but they didn't invent the Ferris wheel. They made another one that was called. Would, would, was that guy's name plane. Ferris? Ferris. Yeah. Ferris invented the Ferris wheel. Uh, uh, Martin Ferris. What is his name? It really was. It was Ferris. Uh, that uh, no, invented I, it. no, I,
0: I, I know. It was. I, I don't know his real name. I got it. I'll get it. I'll get it. Keep talking. I'll find it. It is
1: some, something Ferris. Um, I'm trying to find my photo here. Okay. So George Washington ever...
0: Gale Ferris.
1: I was close. No, it's <laughs> 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 not. Not at all. I knew his last name was Ferris. I got something. It's like 20%. Okay. So if you recognize this one, this is actually a modern version of one that um early aircraft invented that's called the loop of plane. It's very, very common to see in fairs if you go to the fair. Um, I love,
0: We used to call it the salt and pepper shakers uh, and or people would call it a death trap because you literally would get in a cage <laughs> and it would flip you around. I've only and been there, on it once. It was very fun.
1: Yeah, they. I've never been on it because you're at the total mercy of the people that are operating the ride, too. They can, like, leave you up in the air as long as they want, which freaks me out. So then this one is called the Octopus. This was the another one that was created by um, Ireland Aircraft. Still so see it was, Yeah, so this one is uh, what Disney was going to contract them for to make a modified Octopus for um, Dumbo. So... One of the very earliest concepts art here showed something like that with, like, a center pivot point. And you'd see... Which which we've hurting.
0: seen those before. We've seen uh, that style um, where it's, like, hanging and suspended from cables. It's, it's mm-hmm. not usually elephants. It's usually other sorts of ride vehicles. But um, I have a colorized version of that, uh, which is... The reason why I got the colorized version is, why is this not zooming in? All right, I'll just do the old-fashioned zoom where I jam my camera up to the, uh, and the the concept and the reason why I'm showing the pink is because you guys remember in Dumbo when those elephants were gotten to the champagne and they started hallucinating and seeing pink elephants? Well, there you go. It was originally supposed to be pink elephants flying like that scene. But then Walt, of course, was like, hey, this is a family park. Knock it off with all the booze. And uh, not like he was, he wasn't a, during Prohibition, it was, Dad was um, part of the temperance movement because he invested in that soda company, the soft drink company. Yeah. But yeah, I, he wasn't temperate. I know that.
1: No, definitely not.
0: His, like, his, <laughs> yeah, he drank, his drink he drank was, like, and super sp-
1: strong. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and it was 10 pink elephants on parade was what they were going to call mm-hmm. it. But you're right. like They, they were like, this, this doesn't jive in a, in a theme park that doesn't have any alcohol. Maybe not mm-hmm. have the in inebriated elephants be the main focus. <laughs> yep. Um, so what happened with Ireland is they produced two models of the octopus. Um, there was some like... Uh, first, Lee Ierly, who, who ran the company, had got cancer, so he got really sick. And then there was just some, like, back and forth between them creatively. They couldn't get on the same page. And so Disney just was like, no, we're not going to go with this. This So then enter Arrow Development. Mm-hmm. Um, and they then got the contract, and they created a different concept
0: so. All right, let's see if we have one, two, three. Same picture. Oh.
1: Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't wait. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, and this is, again, another great concept art from the one and only Bruce Bushman. Bruce Bushman.
1: Yeah. Which, Made a lot I mean, of has done
0: done so much. I mean, we, like... If you think about it, right, Arrow and Bruce Bushman, they're like buddy buddies. They create a lot of the attractions together and from concepts all the way, from like artwork and design all the way to Inception. Uh, things to, to note here, let me go back to this. Things to note, once again, still pink elephants, which eventually they do get turned into grey before it actually opens, but now we've moved away from a suspension hanging from chains and just rotating around to now these arms that are on different planes. So guests will be able to, as they say, steer, which they aren't really steering. They're just making the movement up and down. And originally, Timothy was holding a whip and was basically training the elephants. And we do see that in the 1955 version when we get there. Uh, but that actually goes through some iterations and changes as well.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about that. This one, before we move on from that, this is this was something I found in the Walt Disney Family Museum. This was a concept sketch for Fantasyland, which I think. So you have, of course, Monster the Whale. You actually have like a clown, if you see, kind of between those two bodies of water. There's like a clown is that, that the, you walk through.
0: Dude, that's like the um. What what's that um? The Wonder of the World. That reminds me so much of that.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah, you I know what you're talking about? about. Yeah, yeah, Oh,
0: man, what? Hang on. It's like the ancient wonders of the world. All right, I'll, I'll look it up. You keep talking.
1: Well, they do have kind of Casey Jr. down here. And then there is a Ferris wheel that was that was part of that Ierly project was that they were planning to do a Ferris wheel. But they, they had a creative difference about how fast to load it or the loading procedure. And that was part of the reason that they broke up was that they didn't like... He broke up the part of the reason they didn't work together was because of they couldn't get on board with this ferris wheel concept either but there was going to be and there's also a boat ride kind of near the clown oh yeah that looks yeah, so dude, much like that
0: right it's it's a total rip on the colossus of Rhodes, nearer a body of water and guarding a uh, a town yeah but this is a part of the seven ancient wonders of the world yeah dude i love that Which is crazy because now I think about it. The Library of Alexandria is one as well, if I'm not mistaken. It's like the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, the Great Pyramids of Giza. Uh, There's so many
1: lists like that. We looked it up while we were traveling because we're like, what's the seven wonders of the world? And there's literally like... Fifty different lists they've revised them over the years it's like he it keeps changing there's like the ancient wonders yeah. of the world and there's yeah, the, the natural ancient wonders is, of the world
0: right right well natural makes sense like grand canyon it's things that like people didn't actually build you know so
1: right so anyway the um, hanging
0: gardens so, by the way is like the coolest thing in the world like if they existed it's like the one of the just google it i can't get into it it'll blow your mind your mind just explode i went on a rabbit hole a while ago don't let's I gotta get off this website. All right. Anyway, (laughs) I see.
1: So okay. So Aero Development was going to make these um, these. They were going to make the actual lift mechanism. So they were going to make the one the arms that go up and down. But Disney was going to do the elephants, and they did. And I have a picture of Rudolph. Parducci was the one that actually sculpted them. And I have a picture of him doing so. Here. There's him. Oh, look at that.
0: We got different ones, this though. A different picture. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. And you'll notice these Mine's from these one ones, of the are... Disney archives. Um, mine, so the original elephants were also, were also planned to have um, ears that flap up and down. That was part of their their plan but they found that when the ears flapped up and down it actually like shook the entire mechanism so much so that it put extra strain on the lift mechanism and it all of those ear flapping mechanisms they had so much weight on them these elephants were originally planned to be uh fi- the ride was designed for 500 pound elephants but with the ear mechanisms it was 700 pounds per elephant which Pretty much was the reason it didn't it, it didn't work, <laughs> um, and it I was such I have such a fascinating description of why it didn't work because I couldn't even like understand it. So, um, an accumulator is the hydraulic equivalent of a capacitor. Capacitor partially filled with pressurized gas and partially filled with liquid. It's used to smooth out oscillations in the fluid flow and act as a pressure reserve when the pump capacity isn't large enough to handle temporary overloads. The problem is that without a barrier between the hydraulic fluid and the gas, the gas can begin, begin to permeate into the fluid. Then if the pressure is released, the gas expands and creates a foam like when you first open a bottle of carbonated soda. So the Dumbo lift system was supposed to use pressure in the accumulators to balance the weight of the elephant and cars and riders while the main pump provided the power to move them up and down. In theory, it was a great idea, which was developed by a NASA engineer, but by the time the cars were delivered, they'd gained 200 pounds of weight over the original specification, which probably overloaded the system. As the elephants flew up and down, alternately raising and quickly dropping the pressure, the high-pressure gas in the fluid began to expand and cause it to foam. And there was no way to keep the oil and gas separate. separated. The result was that the system became very unstable. So they had to do something, which, close your ears, kids. They had to do something called milking the elephant <laughs> because of that, which was, Removing the foam that was created from that process almost after every time it it happened, so um milking the elephant was something they had to do
0: well, you know, <laughs> you don't want a foamy elephant i've I've never been no. a big fan of foamy <laughs> elephants, so I get it. uh yeah, the flapping mechanism blew my mind when I was doing research for this episode, never realized it. You—it's such a subtlety too in the actual look of the elephant. That little bit of a hinge flap—it would have been amazing if they went like this while you were going up and down. But I took like why can't for the fiftieth? Why can't we get some flappy ear elephants in the future? I think that would be the most amazing (laughs) plussing ever. You know,
1: Um, I'm gonna um, go.
0: I'm gonna go backwards just a touch
1: sure somebody uh, asked me weren't the Dumbo's hatless from the start that's Disney Worlds, and we'll get to that in a minute but yes mm-hmm. yes they were yes
0: there were some hatless ones and in fact here I'll show you another this is a Disneyland brochure that I found that had that same concept art but I just want to read the little tiny caption uh that was on the right hand side so like this is kind of like showing you the cartoon world materializes and like it's funny because it's showing you like Snow White and going, which by the way bothers me that we don't have Snow White anymore. And then Monstro. But then, of course, Dumbo. And down here it says Disney Magic provides the special thrills on the Dumbo flying elephant ride here on the left. Passengers can help steer by manipulating the elephant's ears while Timothy Mouse conducts the aerial circus from his center perch, which I love. It's just cute. Like I think, I think the concept of steering with ears is just. I like that they even wrote oh, that.
1: I there. love that. Well, it's and like then, you know. Some, is this the original? Some, yeah. Yep. That's the ride the right poster. So it's of course a pink elephant, and that's mm-hmm. another thing you can notice there is they didn't have any side cutouts either. Um, that was added <laughs> later. What year was that? holes were cut in the sides in 1956 so a year later when they realized that nobody could climb into the elephants because they were too hard to get into for little kids so 1956 they cut holes in the sides which i have a picture of somewhere
0: there you go i got some i got some holy elephants
1: holy elephants and then there's ones that are before the hole i was gonna try to pull one of those up for you guys i didn't
0: i didn't have a side angle but
1: Oh, if I find it I'll pull it up. But um but yeah, the original ones did not have oh, here's one. This one you can even see the wooden seat. See? It's got no <laughs> nothing for you to climb into. There's a good old wooden seat in there you can see the hinge as really well too for the area.
0: Get in. Get what in. dude, I'm not <laughs> like getting in this climb thing. On Get it. in it. <laughs> like, it's fine.
1: Like I could see why like At that point, you know, adults would just send their kids on it because, like, women in skirts and stuff and dresses, they're like, I'm not climbing into that. Like, no way, you know. Mm -hmm. So they would just probably put their kids in and then go and stand, you know, on the side. Yeah, they probably Um, just
0: lifted them, lifted them in and threw them in.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so they did get... um, Oh, I have to show you this opening day video. So this (laughs) is from... The actual opening day of Disneyland, so in 1955 in July, um, and it was they did a live broadcast, if you remember. It was the largest TV live broadcast that had ever happened in world history at that point. Massive undertaking. Well, Dumbo wasn't working because of all these problems with the foam and everything yeah, else. Yeah, the
0: foam. So, foaming elephants.
1: But they didn't want to be like, oh, this ride's not working, and they wanted to include the fact that it was there. So this is a really creative way of showing they had a little Dumbo that was lumbering around on the broadcast. And then you'll see the ride at the end, but it's not operating. They just kind of pan to it for a second. See? Watch. And then they actually cut off and go to the carousel. So that was their way of like showing that it's here. But it wasn't working. It wasn't working at all. It didn't work until August. And even then, it worked not very long.
0: (laughs) So uh, because you had that clip, I feel like I want to show you uh, our character meet and greet that occasionally pops out. Did you ever see the Dumbo (laughs) character meet and greet?
1: Yes, but you should show everybody because it's my favorite.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. It's so cute. (laughs) He has a feather and one. everything. <laughs> it's so fun. I love it. So cute. Oh my god, they love that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because it looks so dramatically different than like the actual character. But like, I don't know. I think it's yeah. Exactly. That's exactly right, Jess and Jules. Why is he so adorable? I don't know. So I can't cute. get enough of him now. <laughs> he's got
1: like a tiny little mini trunk. I think that like that does. Yeah, it's it's guys. yeah. It's a like a trunk. little.
0: A little snoofer, he's got With there, tiny you know?
1: arms, kind of like T-Rex. Because <laughs> he's,
0: it's because he's miniaturized. He's like squatty. I think that's the biggest thing, you know.
1: It's probably <laughs> the biggest. Says he thing. looks like he's seen things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely. I'm sure he's probably seen some things for sure. He's
1: Seen some things, yes. So, in um, they put in a new lift system in November and December of 1955 that kind of alleviated a lot of the problems that they had. And in 1957, they added something very special to the top, which wasn't there on opening day, which was, of course, Timothy Q. Mouse. And I did look up. I was like, what does Q mean? And it's really just like John Q. Public. It's just there's no there's no middle name that I have heard. If anybody knows, let me know. But from what I hear, it's just John Q. And so there's a funny story with this because they put, excuse me, they put this on the top of the ride. And they had Harriet Burns climb up to paint it. And she was terrified of heights, terrified. So she said, I have acrophobia and I hated that. I said to myself, I'm going to do the best job I've ever done so I never have to do it again. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know why they couldn't have had her paint it, you know. Yeah, paint it before you install it. I'm like, (laughs) there must have been a reason. I don't know exactly the reason, but she has that vivid memory of having to paint it.
0: Oh my gosh, I can only imagine. (sighs) And uh, I'll show you what we have over at World. We got Timothy chilling with a feather. And he's just on the queue section. Uh, You know what, is he on the...
1: Oh and he's not not in the center. He was sculpted by Blaine Gibson, if you remember. Oh, okay.
0: Famous, um, famous sculptor.
1: Yeah, famous sculptor did all of the Pirates of the Caribbean, Mm -hmm. Pirates and a lot of the faces in the Haunted Mansion. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, I have a quote from him. Um, he reco- he says he recalled a small mishap that occurred during the creation of the Ringmaster. All of the stuff that was done in just plain clay, water clay, and has been wrapped very carefully with plastic in a certain way. I came in and found that someone had opened Timothy Mouse on top of the Dumbo ride. So I guess he he sculpted on top of the Dumbo ride and it was cracked because it dehydrates. So I had to repair it. Soon, Blaine realized that it was a very enthusiastic coworker who couldn't resist a peek. It was Walt Disney that came in, but he didn't know quite what the art of keeping it sealed was. He said it didn't bother me. But uh, Walt Disney I that broke was a it. Fun... <laughs> Walt Disney. I mean, he
0: was so excited, you know. I don't blame him. I he
1: wanted to unwrap it so he could take a peek at it. And it yeah, and
0: then broke it. He didn't wrap it right. <laughs> um i I want to just show this guy too because this is over at disneyland paris so a slightly different one not a disco ball but sitting on a uh, hot air balloon it's also coincidentally i do want to mention this that uh this is the only attraction that exists in every single park every single park yeah
1: it's in a different land though in shanghai it's in it's not in fantasy land it's in the gardens of imagination and the Tokyo one, which when we get to Disney World in a, in a few minutes, that that one is an exact replica of the original 1971 Walt Disney World. So it's if you if you are nostalgic for the original one in Disney World, go to Tokyo because you can still see it. Now they did <laughs> they did make the. Um, they recast them, so they didn't have movable ears in, mm-hmm. ni- I think it's 1964. 1964 is when they recast them, and I feel like I have a picture of that somewhere. Gosh, I'm disorganized today. I'm sorry, guys. Here, this one. So this is the recast Dumbo with the ears. and uh, no hinges. And then no hinges on that. And then of course, um, in 1983, we had Dumbo moved from its location um, that was near the castle. Sorry, it was behind the carousel. No, it wasn't, just kidding. Let me look it up. But it moved its location. It was um, where, now it sits where the pirate ship and Skull Rock used to be in Disneyland. So I'm gonna pull out the old park map. Oh gosh, lost all my things. To show you guys where it was, probably be faster to Google it, but I'm sure I can find it here. Disneyland, Five Lands. This is a great book if you don't have this for all of the different um, park maps. It's called Maps of the Disney Parks. Oh, sorry. I don't, and I'm like a
0: huge, when I was a kid, I loved collecting park maps, so I definitely have to scoop that one. Mm -hmm.
1: My gosh, I'm like, and I I do have Disney
0: World already set up for because I'll talk about ours changing as well.
1: So, there you can see here, this is the they had the pirate ship and Skull Rock, and so they, they, and then Dumbo was over here. So they moved it over here. They moved the carousel back from back from here to reduce congestion. They moved the teacups over near Alice. So um, they originally were going to move the pirate ship and uh, Skull Rock over to the end of the Storybook Land Canal Boats, and it would be like a layered attraction where they'd also have a pirate show in it and a pirate juice bar. But when they lifted up the cat the the pirate ship to move it, it fell apart because of termites. So it, they could not move it. They couldn't salvage it, which was super sad because they do have a replica of it in Disneyland Paris. So another place you can go if you want to travel the world to see, see something. Think, don't with they a have replica. a quick
0: service restaurant or a sit down restaurant in there?
1: Yeah, I think it is. It's a quick service. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a while since I've been there, but so then th- that was in 1983 when they moved it to its current location. But in 1989. I'm almost done with Disneyland. I promise, and you can totally take over Disney World. But uh,
0: take your time. They, I'm, uh, this is me learning.
1: Yeah, they uh, moved. So they moved it in 1983, new Fantasyland. But then in 1989, um, an elephant separated from its lift arm and it uh, broke an ear. Um, and somebody was who was in it was like bruised and injured. They didn't. They didn't get totally hurt, but just like lightly hurt. Um, and then but in 1990 the lift mechanism the whole lift mechanism failed and the whole dumbo fell and then people got really hurt there so they after that second accident they're like nope we're done we can't do this anymore so they decommissioned it they just took it out completely and they they at that point they were building one for Disneyland Paris and they um decided to buy it from Disneyland Paris because it's like a separate company really that operates that's like franchised over there so they they purchased the one from Disneyland Paris and then they restarted building that one again for Disneyland Paris and that is why the it is like such a a beautifully ornate um, carousel this one actually has the golden one for the 50th in it but it's because you remember everything for Disneyland Paris was meant to be over the top gorgeous um, highly decorative because that's what they're used to in europe is seeing a lot of art and architecture and it's all very highly ornate Um, otherwise we probably would have had a more simpler dumbo Um, and you would notice there timothy does have his whip in hand so that's still there he had a feather in 2005 and then he had a whip again so his feather came and went in disneyland for whatever reason but in i know in disney world it's um he's got his feather like you showed um I feel like there's one more thing oh there is so one last thing for Disneyland is we have something that is called the uh, band organ that was built in 1915 it's an actual organ from Europe built by uh, Gavioli Gavioli I'm going to mispronounce that and it was a European circus organ that um, some collectors found in the 1970s. And it ended up in Disneyland and it was going to be part of Bear Country. And then they didn't end up using it. It sat in storage. So in 1983, when they did the remodel, they brought it out of storage and they put it behind the ride. Um, it's in here in this little. Now there's like, there's uh, extra tents for the queue around it, but it's inside this little building and the reason is because it's so loud you can hear it from over a mile away when it's playing (laughs) it's so loud because you think of like circus organs you want to draw people to the circus right Mm -hmm. so is um they actually put it inside this little house and and so you hear the organ playing it's actually 1915 antique organ which i think is pretty neat so and it weighs three fourths of a ton it's really here
0: in uh in florida there's the uh, is it I think it's the Barnum Museum, and it's in Sarasota, Florida. We went to it, and there was one of those organs. And I was talking about like needing like forty horses to pull it. It was huge, and it it was all wood, solid. It was gorgeous looking, but it was insane. I was like, man. And when the circus came to town, like no joke. Like I think it's hard for us to realize how big the circus was, like in terms of scope, like how many supporting tents there were. How many, uh, like, the amount of meals that they had to serve. like, You're talking about, like, 20,000 people just to run the circus. Like, I'm not talking about 20,000 people attending. Like, it was insane. So, like, when the circus would travel around, they would take up entire trains. Entire trains would be owned by the circus. Like, it was insane. And just, just such a massive scale. And, uh, yeah. So, ah, uh, it's yeah. adorable.
1: Well, they have these on the top of all of the like lamp posts and stuff around this area too even with Casey oh, Jr. here that's like they're painted gold but yeah they have this little one and it yeah i mean i think like the beginning of dumbo the movie really illustrates that how much work it was to put up all those tents and like mm-hmm. drag all the all the animals and all the things and all the people and you know it does a great job of it, like explaining like this is They've, a massive undertaking
0: they have this crazy model i don't know if i'm going to be able to find it really quick but like this uh the it's like the whole entire grounds, and I don't know what the scale of it is, but it's just insane. Like I, I remember our kids just looked at this model, and I did too. Just, just trying to fathom how on earth. And this is this is a tiny section. This is actually just even. Hang on, do they even can they even show? Hang on. Here's one of. Here's an organ. That's one of them. They have like four in there, but then this this giant giant circus this thing takes up like three rooms oh, man there's not like a big one of it sorry i wasn't really planning on showing this but it's just so cool and it's huge it's absolutely huge and mammoth and it it's just like so cool seeing uh this setup and and like the way that they drew in people this was all the freak show stuff or sideshow attractions and that would get people into one side or if you wanted to go to the main show like i always think of Like how do they handle that many people, that much money? Like it reminds me of like going through tap styles and just ah man, it's wild. Speaking of which, Universal. We went to Universal for Halloween Horror Nights. They go from twelve lanes to four to get into the two parking garages. It's the most. I I don't get it. Like like they need to do something else because what they have there does not work. It's like the craziest traffic jam. (laughs) It was. It definitely was. (laughs) I was like, man, I'm so shocked by this.
1: Um, (sighs) I have just a couple more things about Disneyland, and then Mm -hmm. we can totally go. So this is, uh, a lot of people recognize, this is the fountain that is now um, in the queue for Disneyland. And it is roughly where the Skull Rock um, sculpture used to be. So it's kind of a nod to what used to be there. Some people have said, like, it's still the same rocks. And I, I, I haven't found evidence for that. But that rumor's out there. So I will say that it's out there. And then um, I have some classic photos of. Um, oh, gosh, this one. I found this one of the Matterhorn and it made me laugh so hard because it was the way it looked. Um, this one, this is a. I took this one. This was I didn't take this, but this is the, I got this one because of the Dumbo. But look at the Matterhorn in the back. I was like, what is up with that paint job? <laughs> and that was the year it was built and sure enough the next year they completely redid the paint job because I was like that looks like my child painted it no offense to my kids they're great painters they're great artists but
0: (laughs) well you got it like once again it was the first and could you imagine walking in there you'd be like this is so insanely cool you know
1: Mm -hmm. that everything gets yeah I mean it's a mountain yeah I mean it it was its first draft. They always say it's a prototype, right? All these rides are prototypes. If you prototypes if you talk and guess what,
0: the guests were the test dummies.
1: Yeah, and then this one, I used this one recently in a, a TikTok I made. But like the fact that they didn't have a budget for landscaping is like painfully obvious in this one. And it's just like there, there's not a lot of trees on that 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 there hill. So it's just
0: dirt. <laughs> it's just displaced dirt. That's just, what just construction dirt. dirt. You know.
1: Yeah, because they ran out of money, so yeah, that was that,
0: pretty common. Um, pretty common when building Disneyland.
1: I just made a TikTok about it that I call it Landscape Gate because of all they, they have a whole bunch of ways that they hid the fact that they didn't have landscaping. Like they painted dead plants with green paint,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and they use um, well, told them to put um, little like Latin names next to the weeds so people would think that they're like actually like a
0: fancy fancy plant. <laughs> that's actually really clever i like that
1: it was yeah so
0: i was really disappointed speaking of dead plants at tower of terror they've removed the uh dead birds of paradise i really like those it was like such a character to me that was a part of like creating the creepy atmosphere i don't i don't know i don't i don't know if they were ever real or fake or whatever uh but yeah they all the heads of the the plants still exist like the base and the roots and like parts of the stems but all the heads like the things that you look for gone
1: they they took off their heads off of their heads so (laughs) so sad it's a wrap they painted the roses red
0: and he certainly did
1: okay i think we're ready to transition okay
0: okay ready all right, I'm gonna go back to Arrow just for a little bit because there's some things that I just like talking about, and I, I yeah. uncovering it and I, their story I definitely is so like interesting. Race
1: through there, so
0: no, 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 <laughs> it's it's cool. So like Arrow ends up creating Dumbo, and but I think if you look, and these are just pictures of some of the attractions that they've built. You've probably seen Millennium Force or Scream Machine. Like there's tons of roller coasters that they've been a part of. Uh, but Arrow, real quick, real quick. They had six of the opening day attractions in August 16th. So they had the Mad Tea Party, King Arthur Carousel, Mister Toad's Dumbo, Casey's uh, Junior's Circus Train, and Snow White Scary Stories. But also, our not well painted Matterhorn is built by them. Alice is built by them, and <laughs> Autopia is, is built by them. So, like yeah. when I think about Arrow, and their Arrow has so much history of building. Disney attractions—it's insane—and um, and like has just built these like crazy, crazy, unbelievable ride systems. Funny though, apparently Dumbo isn't good enough for former President Harry S. Truman because in 1957 oh, yeah. he refused to ride on it uh, because the elephant is a symbol of the Republican Party. So unless there was a donkey, he was not riding that <laughs> thing. Uh, he been
1: on the the mule rides, like you know, like over in front. <laughs> <so he's, laughs>
0: Be like, this is more party appropriate. <laughs> this
1: is my uh, speed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Um, the, they have uh, – we talked about how they went from 10 to 16, and we'll talk about how that actually impacts more of – like our capacity is insane at Walt Disney World, just tremendously different. Uh, but the, the real sad thing – and i got to read this quote from Arrow – so Arrow is doing really, really well. They're partners with Disney from like 1955 all the way up until 1971. And this well, is when they, like the-
1: they lost money on the parks too, making it. They they mm-hmm. did. they, And then Walt, they were like, they said it's just an honor to work with Walt Disney. So they didn't mind. And Walt even tried to give them money. I don't know if I'm stepping on your toes. I apologize. No, for-
0: no, 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 no. Yeah. You're good. You're good. You're good. Um... Well, it's it's like amazing because like the amount of things that these guys created: thirty-two roller coasters, twelve different mine train systems, 40 through lo- 43 log flumes, five space-like tilt-a-whirls, uh, four <laughs> rubber dubs which are like these boat rides, seven dark rides, twenty unique systems, all these different like car locations. It's just like how could they fail? How yeah. could they fail? Uh, but sadly, in 1971. Dick Nunes, the executive uh, VP, tells Arrow, so this is the um, executive VP from Disney, goes, I have to admit that we couldn't have done any of this without you, but it's over now. We built this big facility, and we're going to do everything ourselves. And uh, Dana Morgan, who was running uh, Arrow at the time, said they made it very clear that this is a new era and that they now had all this in-house capacity built up. And they would do everything themselves. And in 1972, they sold Arrow. So, uh, and then it gets, it gets uh, Arrow gets sold to Rio Grande Industries and that gets resold again to this Hus Trading Corporation. And then finally, in, um, they end up closing up shop in 2001, they declare bankruptcy. And I just go, you're telling me, like, designers of some of the greatest ride systems in the world that Disney, of course, Disney amazing. Disney can't do everything themselves, but it's just like I don't. It it broke my heart that that's so sad. One of the most amazing ride creators ever, and nostalgia, especially in Disneyland, is just they they still are pocketed by a company. But yeah, it's um I'm I'm hoping we see some more come from them, but I don't know. We'll see. It's interesting. Yeah,
1: that's super so, sad.
0: All right, let's do uh, let's get out of sadness and getting upset about a, uh, a ride manufacturer going bankrupt but let's They're look the we at care about. these well I I'm not kidding I was reading it and getting like emotional I was like this is really sad like this like these guys are great and thank you so much for the subscription I appreciate you thank you pal all right let me flip this arounds so if you know my crocs when I'm live streaming this is all my crocs this pattern which is the 19 I have um, that in my book There you go, 1971 park map, which talk about, uh, you know, what do we do with this hill area? (laughs) It's just like (laughs) nothing, you know, like there's lots of just nothing. Make bigger trees, it'll seem more impressive because there's like (laughs) nothing, there's nothing here or here so much. Yeah, so Dumbo is shown all the way in the back right here. So right next to the Nautilus, you'll notice 20,000 Leagues. Small worlds right here, carousel right here, but there's our flying flying elephants. And when it originally opens, what Kate has up there is the 10-car uh, system, which eventually gets upgraded to 16. And, yeah, and now we have isn't, to – what?
1: This, isn't, this was not opening day because you'll notice that they have both Timothy and Hats, and they did not have Timothy Mouse when it first opened. They didn't have him at all. And they didn't have any hats until 1972, I think is where they added.
0: Yeah, that. that's when the elephants were like, dude, my head's cold. And they were like, all right, we got you. <laughs> In
1: Florida. So, <laughs> like, it rains yeah. too much on us.
0: <laughs> so if you if you look, right, like, uh, I want you to visualize the location for everybody who's watching, right? Oh, thank you so much, Kels. Appreciate you. Thank you for the sub. The uh, Over here, you'll notice... This is more centrally located. So if we went directly back from the carousel, and I'll show you what that would look like now. So we're we're zooming to today, right? So here's the carousel. It would have been really right in this area, right here. So, yeah, Like
1: where the castle walls are, is what I've mm-hmm.
0: heard. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like castle walls, this is where New Fantasyland gets created. And if you don't remember, I was so excited when they announced New Fantasyland. Now, not for Dumbo necessarily, but... We were supposed to get this amazing Dumbo fountain that squirted all over the place. We didn't get that. We did get our Casey Jr. train, uh, which over here they show a little piece of it, but it really ends up being that splash pad. But we do get uh, what I would consider one of the coolest versions of Dumbo. It's like Disneyland Paris uh, style attraction with that super, super ornate. And my favorite part is the water. This is just such a small piece that I, what?
1: I, I have something that's gonna make you a little bit bad
0: <laughs> well you know what you can get mad like we originally didn't have the water
1: right what, is there because somebody better the, than us um you didn't have the water because of the utility The doors yeah you yeah. can't have
0: water down there
1: because because they had yeah pipes and mechanisms and things but yeah so they had they added the colors to the water right like the the light the lights around it that are colored well after Disneyland didn't have that, they just had the water fountains and not the colored lights. But as after Disney World got the colored lights, Disneyland got more colors. <laughs> okay. and it also has Timothy on the top.
0: Okay, so t- like... all right. I'm gonna go on the record. Let's do it. Let's do it. Here, this is a big moment. I said it earlier on a live, and I, I, I just have to, unequivocally, Disneyland has better rides than Magic Kingdom.
1: Magic Kingdom, yes. Okay,
0: I'm going to differentiate. Yeah. But the better rides than the Magic Kingdom, and that is unreproached. There is only one ride, Splash Mountain. That's the only one I could have an argument for. Everything else is unequivocally better in Disneyland. It just is. Just, it's, you think but Splash I got, Mountain is better? Mm. I think Splash Mountain mm. is better in Walt Disney World over Disneyland. That's the Definitely. only one okay (laughs) you're gonna take that from me too just you know (laughs) leave me with something like i don't even have my dignity i like i'm literally leaving my heart out here you know i love disney world for everything but just fine take it
1: they have like the piece they have so many pieces from america sings in disneyland version that they don't have in disney world and that to me gives it a little bit of an edge and they have an extra Piece too of like where you dip down to go in the tree. There's like a whole separate piece that isn't in the Disney World version. I just went on it recently and I was like, oh, I missed this.
0: Okay, missing <laughs> Sorry, it is different friend. than like what's. It's I'm gonna watch POV better. side by side. It's been a very long time since I've been. It's been eight years since I've been on Disneyland, but now, now I'm just mad. Now I'm gonna plant my. uh
1: Come on, I'm going in November. You should come with me. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Let's do uh, Disneyland.
0: I, I would what? love to. I would love to. It's, <laughs> let me look at flights. Okay. I, don't, I have no idea how... somebody was <laughs> going uh, Dapper actually, Day.
1: You can come do Dapper Day at Disneyland. Come oh on my now. God.
0: That's, that's the last day that you'll find me there. I am like, <laughs> look at me. I'm literally wearing a shirt that <laughs> says certified well? flying Come trash. on. Mm-hmm.
1: You and I'm going
0: f- to fly with like an outfit.
1: Go we'll get you the Dumbo with the little things that flap. It'll be great. <laughs>
0: I'll just, this will be my Disney bound for the day. (laughs) I'll just go around like this.
1: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, Well, okay. So, you know, you showed that concept art um, and then like what we didn't get. I feel like we have to pause and say, now remember with all the stuff that's coming out at D23 this weekend. Remember, historically... It's rarely exactly like the model when they finish it. They change mm-hmm. the products. They pro- projects all the time. They change. They remove things. They change it up. They, they realize something's not going to work that they thought would. So take that into account when you see all these models and be like, that's going to be amazing. I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, look, we were, exactly we were
0: supposed <laughs> to get this giant, huge fountain with the elephant spitting, which is actually looks a lot like your, that one piece of the organ as well as the top of the lamppost that you were talking about. That right there, the uh, the elephants. That looks very very similar. Uh, But once again, this is concept art. This never actually came to fruition. The one thing though that we do have, which yeah, no, does not look. That looks eerily similar. It probably Mm -hmm. is the exact same. Because why wouldn't you? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The one thing I didn't pull up is that we do have, and our kids have used this before. I don't know if your kids have ever. Have they ever been to Disney World?
1: We went twice this year to Disney World. Not that we were planning on going twice with them, but we went with family. We went twice. That's really rare for us.
0: So inside the the (laughs) tent is this really, really fun playground. So um, not like you ever really need to use it. The purpose of it was like, oh, you... Get this little beeper and, you know, you wait 20 minutes and you'll be able to cut the line. I've never actually seen it really used like that effectively.
1: I wish they had that. It would be so fun to have yeah, that work well. Yeah,
0: it doesn't. It doesn't. It's basically just go play for a little bit and then whenever you want to rejoin the line, you do. But it's really cool in there. And look, it's got the fire scene yeah. and everything. So, no, I don't know. I, I like that part of ours. And then we have storks. We have storks, storks at the top of yes. ours. So baby and, delivering storks,
1: and at some point, I can't decide. To me, this looks like Disneyland, but I think it's Disney World. There used to be these like things in line for the kids to do, but was a long oh, no,
0: before those no, that amazing playground. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't
1: <laughs> there was that, and then look this. at
0: this mirror, kid. You'll be fine. Oh, <laughs> pull, pull these blocks around. That's the uh, kids. What you're looking at right now that Kate has up. That's, um, that's what the Disney Play app is now. So you could have had that. Or, or, I, I forget who I was with. Um, I went, we went on Winnie the Pooh and I said, uh, we, we went through the actual queue because it was like a walk-on. I said, welcome to Winnie the Pooh, home of nature's penicillin. And I just rubbed my hand all over the honey where the honey is drippy. That's Ew. it. That's how Floridians we have a strong constitution because we touch that thing to see Tigger and then we run away and uh, they've taken all of our hand sanitizers. So yeah, good luck.
1: Ew. Anyway, there's <laughs> I have this concept art too for the Florida one that was open in 2012. I think is when that opened, right? Mm-hmm. The new storybook yep. circus story. That's what storybook circus. And, yeah, the, and I think, I, I'm bummed that there's you no know, Timothy on the top of those ones. I know there's storks, but he, he's on the yeah. top of that sign.
0: Well, do you guys have – here's a subtle thing. Uh, are the – do you guys – yeah, we do have him. Do you guys have any of oh, – man, this is frustrating me that I, you can, I've lost my ability to zoom in on TikTok. Do you guys have the little tiny scenes that are drawn?
1: No, we don't have that. That is so we, unique to the Disney World version.
0: And funny enough, I, of course, I don't have a picture of it. Funny enough, one of these scenes is drinking champagne and pink elephants. Isn't that fun? So. That
1: is fun to nod to this. So this is the Disneyland one. You guys see at the bottom, it doesn't have the murals. The yeah, there's a little tiny murals.
0: little scenes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so... I, 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 and then I did I did pull up some from... Did you have any more in Walt Disney World? I didn't want to cut you off. I'm
0: sorry. I don't. I don't. The only, the only thing I was going to say is here's a... You know I like doing hack snacks and fun facts. No joke. If you don't feel like waiting for Astro Orbiter, watching the fireworks from Dumbo at night is awesome. It's a really cool experience. It's just they go off not over your head but just like towards uh, Be Our Guest and Gaston's Tavern it's right there. It's so loud. You're up a little bit higher, but you've got a closer vantage point. It's a great 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 time. I I'm not making a hall of president shirt. I can't stand that thing. <laughs> it's like my least favorite. It's the one thing that is like uh, no, you're going to I'll be I'll be over here eating a spicy chicken waffle sandwich.
1: I'm so mad. My shirt I made for Elliot's not going to be here in time. It's coming like oh, a really? day after we leave. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he's like, I'll wear it next time. I'm like, no, but I made it for you. So I'm sad. Um, we could just
0: throw spaghetti at him if you want.
1: <laughs> Elliot, for those of you who don't know, uh, my husband Elliot wanted a shirt that was Yeti spaghetti. And I made a really fun little shirt for him for the parks, just for him. A little custom design. And I'm sad that it won't be here in time before we leave. So. Well, he can so still wear it
0: in it uh, Disneyland. You know, go on the Matterhorn and go check out that yeti.
1: I know, but he loves Everest is his favorite. So I promised him I'd go uh, on it with him, and I might have to lay down afterwards because I get so motion sick. <laughs> so really,
0: roller coasters bother. Pray
1: for me, my friends. Backwards, backwards roller coasters <laughs> oh, bother. I can do forwards ones just fine, but backwards, if I can't see where I'm going, I I'm just done. But I love that ride, so. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just going to do it anyway. <laughs> I'm going to regret it later.
0: <laughs> you got to do it for the spaghetti. Story
1: of my life. Yes. So this one is... um, I think this one's the Tokyo one. That's the replica of that original Magic Kingdom one. With ten elephants.
0: And coincidentally, so... I, think, I think the Tokyo one... There's only one of them that doesn't have a... It might not be Tokyo. It might be um, Shanghai. Doesn't have a elephant that you can sit in and take unique photos in. Only one of them
1: Oh yeah. doesn't have that. This I can't remember which one.
0: That probably would make more sense. Shanghai's yeah, water sure. looks very green, too.
1: It, it does. It has, like, these tiles at the bottom kind of remind me of, like, I don't know, old subway or some kind of bathroom from the 70s. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not my vibe. <laughs> it's very
0: reedy creek water.
1: Yes. And then the I think that was Shanghai. And then this is Hong Kong. I think this one's Hong Kong. This one. Very similar to yeah. Paris.
0: Paris, yep, for sure.
1: And and then I actually do, I have a Paris kind of a long shot. They have this beautiful, like, gorgeous fountain around it. It's like, wow. just high. it's like
0: renewed. on an island. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's on it. Yeah, it's everything in Paris is kind of over the top amazing, so the way it's designed and you can see in the background of this you can see the teacups too to the the back corner with that little tent
0: that that, uh, that flower so pretty their top, their mm-hmm. roof on the teacups, absolutely gorgeous
1: it's just I, yeah, I. it's hard to beat Disneyland Paris in design their design is gorgeous and this is a little side by side of the two Timothy with a feather, Timothy with a whip. So, yeah. I also had one of the lift mechanisms somewhere, but I can't find it. So that's, I think that's all I have. Oh man, we covered a lot.
0: Yeah. Well, I I think you know, and it was only 19 minutes over. I feel like that's pretty, pretty good for for us, and. uh oh.
1: This What's is the that? inlaid inlaid mosaics that you stand on in Disneyland for Dumbo. Oh wow! Ours and then I have a terrible. picture of yours. I have a picture of yours because my daughter was standing on it. So this is this is the Disney world.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a sticker. It's like get it's on that a, sticker like a, over there, bud.
1: <laughs> Disneyland's got these like super ornate inlaid tile mosaics. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah sorry i love I, disney world and i'm going there and i'm excited apologize Ooh. Disneyland
0: <laughs> is better than magic kingdom i've said it i agree with you 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 it's don't have to home. convince me
1: you know i'm not so. there's, they've got to make it nice
0: infinitely better it's infinitely better but it's all i got
1: <laughs> Katy moon says i missed the whole show can you quick do, do a quick redo instead of me watching later that's Probably not.
0: <laughs> Ready? Here's the here's minute. the short synopsis. I don't know anything. Kate knows everything, and I'm the Dumbo.
1: Stop, Done. Dumbo! Dumbo and Trash. Here we are. So <laughs> we've come full That's circle. A, that
0: would be our morning zoo uh, radio announcer names. You've got Dumbo and the Dumbo Trash. And... Hey, looks like the traffic is coming over on I four.
1: I four i5 over here so oh really I five yeah that's that's our main thoroughfare goes all the way down all the way down the coast like 95 for you guys same difference but anyway katie moon it will be this show will be available on youtube on wolver's sometime and the podcast will be <laughs> will be available i'll probably get that done hopefully by tomorrow so if you want to go back and re-listen It'll be up on the podcast. You can listen to anywhere where you love listening to podcasts or you can watch on YouTube. And um, Kirk will post that in our Discord, which you can find a link for in our bios, um, the Pocket for- Pocket Fan Discord. You can also chat with us anytime. And I think at some point here soon, we've got to take a vote on our next longer series that we're going to jump into eventually. I think we got to yeah. talk about that.
0: Yeah, we've been avoiding it uh, and doing these short little ones, which honestly, I've I like I like doing the yeah, short ones. This. I think they're fun, uh, but you're right. We need to get into a multi-month. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Soon again. We never left the haunted mansion. Here, here's great. what I know: the haunted mansion went like three months, six months. How long were we in the haunted mansion? Forever. Many months. It was great though. It was a it journey. Was. It was. It was happening. an experience. I would relive it. Was it was so in good. And I'm still finding things about the haunted mansion. We got to do like haunted mansion revisited for like new things that we've. Well,
0: heard. Like... well, I do think I do think haunted mansion holiday deserves its yeah. own episode at some point. Maybe in October we do haunted mansion holiday or Christmassy time, whatever. We need to do one. Everybody right now, like if you're a live streamer in Disney, you are going on haunted mansion holiday.
1: Yep. Facts. I've been watching a few of them, and I'm sad that I missed it by a couple of days. It's <laughs> just so. I didn't plan that well apparently I'm just like planning all my trips so I'm going where I shouldn't be going at any particular time so I'm like everybody's at D23 I'm going to Disney World I don't,
0: <laughs> I don't think. Uh, see I disagree I think you're gonna yeah. run into not a lot of people at Disney World I'm
1: right excited now. for that yeah mm-hmm. especially with my husband like it's how great would it be to not wait in long lines all day and just did really enjoy it and take a slower pace like I'm for it yeah um,
0: I've been watching wait times on Toy Story Mania and they're consistently 20 minutes, which really means a walk on. And I'm like, I need it's... to sit in Hollywood studios for like the next three weeks.
1: <laughs> oh, um, Let's see. I've got a few comments. I have Olivia says she's going to Disneyland for the first time next July. and She wants me to meet her there. If I'm there in July and I'm there. I'll meet up with you and um, Katie Moon asked can you get Elliot to play the lullaby of Small World and you sing it Um, he would play it on the tin whistle he'll probably bring it he carries his tin whistle when we go on vacation and I always feel like somebody's going to complain about the noise (laughs) in the room next to us because he can't bring his fiddle so he brings that he doesn't want to carry his pipes because they're a nightmare to go through security so he just brings the tin whistle (laughs) yes he probably could play that for you I don't know if I'll sing it but he could for sure Sometimes we do duets on the piano, which is kind of nice. So, but anyway, sorry. Musically in kind sorry. couples. Well, I think I think Ellie and I are going to talk a little bit about music in the parks, and I wondered, like, maybe if when we meet up with you, it'd be really fun to do a little bit of that too. Because he could. That would be.
0: Inside. That would be lovely.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing that.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll see both of you, Jamokes, on Monday and Wednesday. <laughs>
1: I know. We're, we're doing a red-eye, so pray for us. But we're doing a red-eye, so we'll be there really early Sunday morning. <laughs> Very <Yeah>. tired.
0: <laughs> I'm glad I won't be hanging out with you Sunday. Sunday, no. you need a recoup. You need, you need your... Yeah.
1: We're going to rest. That's our goal. Well, and go on a bunch of rides, but the same difference. <laughs>
0: Dude. it's so For those that don't realize, Kate is nonstop ride-crazy. Like, it's, like, <laughs> go, 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 ride crazy. I, I would have never expected it. I would have thought a different yeah. pace, but nope, nope. You you better get ready to get on some rides.
1: You know, I don't even, like, I don't eat. I don't stop. I don't, I just, it's rides after rides. So I'll do shows. So I'll show, throw a show in there if I feel like I need to get off my feet. Then I'll throw in a show. And I like the shows, but mm-hmm. I love the rides. And my husband is all about the food. So, yeah. I'm like, have to take it so much slower when he's there. And I'm always like anxious because he wants to just sit and enjoy the ambiance. And I'm like, let's go. We're missing all the rides.
0: (laughs) Just don't look at the wait times in my Disney experience. You'll be okay.
1: (laughs) Oh man. I know. Olivia, thanks. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to doing some lives and doing lives with Elliot. I mean, he gives all kinds of interesting perspectives and thoughts. He's like, he's, uh, teaches like philosophy and and literature and things, and as well as music. So he's got all kinds of deep thoughts about Disney. <laughs> so I'm sure we'll have some interesting conversations. I'll be talking history, and then he'll just go off on like some sort of what is art tangent, and we'll <laughs> it'll be a thing. So
0: I um... have a feeling that him and I are going to get along really well in terms of like, and everyone in the live is going to hate us because it's going to be yeah. this like really weird, heady, cerebral like <laughs> yeah. dis- dissociated yeah. conversation.
1: That's what it'll be. It'll be, I look forward it'll be to fun. It. It'll be great. He's really excited to meet you. Cause he's heard, he's obviously heard so much about you and watched you all the time. So he's like, so it'll be great.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, listen, you have a very, very safe trip and thank you so much, everybody for hanging out uh, and enjoying district. Kate, what do you got?
1: What do I got for what?
0: I don't know. Just like to say like goodbye and like nice pleasantries. You don't have to do. Don't do anything. No. All right. See so you guys, I'm and we'll like, just I'm end like, the. Do line. I
1: need more things? I'm like no, you don't have
0: anything. I was saying like, do you have anything to finish it up? You know when we used to have like, like really saying, good Olivia, chemistry and like everything would flow really nicely. Do you remember that? I don't. But you know, it's no, nice to think that we did. That? I don't think that it's like just water and oil. We figured like, out.
1: <laughs> what? What do I do? <laughs> That's part of our charm is that we're chaotic and weird and crazy. So it's fine. I think so too. I think so too. A little dash of the ridiculous. Now, my final thoughts are I will see you in Walt Disney World. I'll see all of you on Lives in Walt Disney World. And I'm so grateful you all joined us today for talking about my favorite elephant, Dumbo. And remember, I I will say Dumbo is really special to me. This is my final thoughts here. I'm wrapping it up. Dumbo is really special to me um, because the idea of, um, like, don't just fly, soar. And so, you know, I'm always someone who says, chase your dreams no matter what. You know, go after it because life is too short to not do it. So, you know, don't just – we can coast along in life and kind of, like, get by. But why would we if we can truly soar? So if you're dreaming something, you really want to do something, you've always had in the back of your head to do it, go out there and soar. And every time you see Dumbo, let it be a reminder – that you can do what you want to do and what you love to do, what you've always dreamed to do. You can do it. So, final
0: thoughts. We all have the courage to fly.
1: <laughs> little flappy wings.
0: Or, or as Pandora says, and uh, fly. <laughs> so,
1: fly, yes. Oh, yes. I was like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, come on.
1: I know what you mean. Yeah, no, I got it. I got it. Been away from Disney World too long. Got to go back. No Guess problem. Tomorrow. Yeah.
0: yeah, you should go tomorrow. <laughs> Why not?
1: I'll just, I'll just get on a plane. Be fine.
0: Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. Have a great weekend. You have a safe flight. And uh thanks again for hanging out for another episode of History. Kirk from Walrus Carb, Kate, Disney Cicerone. We love you guys a lot. And uh have right. a great, great, safe, fun weekend with your families. Adios, guys. Absolutely.
1: Have a great night, everyone.